0: Sky Podcast. I am Adil, and I am Jono. And uh, thanks for joining us uh, today. What we're gonna do? Uh, you, you, you ever watch Pinky in the Brain? Let's do the
1: same thing we do every week, Adil. Let's try to write a fucking script. That's pretty
0: good. Um, yeah, which is uh, so the way it starts. We, we don't just write a script out of willy nilly. We, we start with a prompt. uh This bowl right here is has a pr- uh, has a bunch of prompts. Like I wrote four or five. Jono wrote four or five. And we pick one and then that genre becomes our North star that, that, no, no. is there a better metaphor, better analogy? Yeah. That the made. genre becomes our
1: North star.
0: Uh, yeah. That's what it is. You know, I, what? It's, it sounded I better when you said it. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's better. Um, and then we basically riff and we, we together come up with a first draft of a short film script. Um, and, and that's, we really try to emphasize it's a first draft um and that's the part of the podcast that you probably hear the most because that's the meat of the podcast it's it's just coming up with the ideas and the scenes and having fun with it um and then we basically write out the script uh we take that part of the out of the podcast it's boring you don't want to hear us write interior uh kitchen uh it's always a kitchen what's
1: a better word for kitchen (laughs)
0: um and then we but then after we come up with the idea we write it we do perform it live on the same episode as like a radio drama
1: just like the 1930s. So, if you like contemporary screenwriting and old school presentations <laughs> of
0: of radio plays, this uh, is you, the podcast for you. You're gonna love it. Yeah. Um, with that being said, I think I covered it. I think they get it. And if if not, they'll get it. Let's uh, let's go to the first part.
1: Let's do it.
0: The prompt. All right, so the prompts uh, in front of me is what we like to call
1: the forsaken bowl.
0: Yes, of prompts
1: of prompts. Yeah, exactly. Thanks, the last John. part doesn't sound as cool.
0: which part of prompts, of yeah. prompts. <laughs> yeah. um, and uh, what it does is we it's the it's the genres me and him both wrote down. So I have a couple in here. He has a couple in here. I haven't seen um, his. he hasn't seen mine. And now, while not looking into the bowl, I'm just gonna pick a genre, and I hope it's a good one. Me too. And the, and the one I got today is sci-fi, sci-fi, just sci-fi, just nothing, no, no, no sci-fi drama, no, no sci-fi comedy, no, you know, subgenre, just, just pure unbridled, limitless sci-fi. sci-fi, which is a little scary. Cause when we go without limits, we go into a wormhole, which is a sci-fi reference. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. And so it's the outer limits, TV show. We Never go, we it. go there. It's like a twilight zone sort of vibe. Mm anthology show
0: so what's sci-fi to you what what, what does that mean
1: i mean what
0: comes to mind i mean fuck
1: like i'm kind of over this part of my life but like i was a huge star wars fan Mm. growing up technically i still am but like to me that's what unlocked the sort of verbiage and the the application of sci-fi to my imagination um great bunch of movies still really enjoy them i just don't enjoy you know the 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 craziness and, and fandom that goes around it and the like sort of uh nuanced opinions that you're required to have about it i just think it's fun and i think the new ones were fun and that's my that's my thing for sci-fi but like recently yeah so the most
0: recent sci-fi in your head
1: recent sci-fi i feel like i saw something legit i mean everything everywhere all at once i think would be a sci-fi film because it deals with esoteric and like Timed, timelines, timeline topics, and multiverse. It's like, yeah, it like breaks the sort of known structure of reality. Um, also, I keep—I feel like maybe we talked about it on another episode, but there was a Vimeo short years and years ago called Prospect um, that eventually got made into a feature with uh, Pedro Pascal. That was really fucking cool, like really grounded. It was just like in this beautiful like BC style forest with like just giant trees mm. and people in these like astronaut suits that were clearly crash landed or like far from home. And it's just more of a character drama that has this sort of very daunting atmosphere. And yeah, it's yeah, yeah. really fucking cool.
0: That, that's the cool, the fun sci-fi or like the, the ones that stick out to me always are the ones with relationship and character dr- driven stuff. You know, I don't want to just see like, um, you know, like uh, the, the space and, a, and, a, and, and someone just in a spaceship. And that's not sci- like, I think that's the first thing that comes to mind sometimes, but it's like, who's in the spaceship mm. what's their relationship to each other is there some comedy because of are two brothers in a spaceship that hate each other for example you know like you need a bit more layers into it besides just the sci-fi yeah are
1: they, are they buddy cops who uh, got like cast together in this unlikely thing to so it's like the lethal impossible? weapon in yeah. space yeah yeah <laughs> Uh, but uh, then you know your boy Chris Nolan did uh, Interstellar. That's what
0: or, came to my mind first, yeah.
1: Which you know plays into the timeline things and plays yeah. into the layers of, of relationships time as well. Like it it's being, a father
0: daughter story too. It's true. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, the best ones usually are layered, and the cool the thing is that's one subgenre, which is sci-fi, and it's in space or space related and all that, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Because I, and growing up, I thought that was sci-fi, but I'm looking at some movies here, and sometimes it's just like
1: like ex machina is yeah sci-fi yeah for sure yeah and it's
0: so grounded right it's yeah. so fucking grounded like yeah there's robot like it's about robot in a way or ai sorry right but it's like it's about a,
1: a new consciousness yeah let's be so we, we you know we don't want to piss off the overlords who are definitely combing through this to learn how we talk <laughs> so <laughs> we it it deals with a new form of consciousness
0: yeah, sorry. Uh, have you seen Infinity, po- uh, Infinity Pool? No, I haven't. Uh, his yeah, name? Brandon, Brandon Cronenberg. Cronenberg. Yeah. I liked it a lot. And that's like, it's like, um, it deals with cloning, basically. It's like a film about, um, like there's like this one island that has this uh, technology where if you get the death sentence, you then can pay, if you're rich, you can pay a lot of money and basically get a clone of you and they kill the clone. So then you're, like that's oh, a death sentence. Oh,
1: it's common like double jeopardy. Like you yeah. just sort of get a proxy to pay for your yeah. sins. Oh, and that, oh, that's but a then, really great concept.
0: Dude, please watch it. I, I didn't get the best. Like I watched it my, uh, with my friends and they all were like, Meh, and I was like, this is fucking brilliant. I thought it was great. And the I mean, the whole twist, not to, it's in the commercial. I'll just tell you, not like the plot twist or anything like that. But just what the point is, is like, imagine that happening. And then you kind of like it. You're like, I can do whatever the fuck I want. Cause I have a clone that can take my, pay for my mm. sins. It's, it's, I thought it was super interesting. Mm. Uh, give it a yeah, give it a watch. But see that to me, nothing to do with AI, nothing to do with uh, space. It's cloning is a technology, right? So it's like that's where the sci-fi comes in. So I like that. It's very grounded still in a way. It's and about a human flaw. And Black Mirror is that Ooh, on blast. Like yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. different different treatments of
1: of varying potential outcomes of our society. Also, have you seen the the show that's going on? It just wrapped its first season. Uh, Silo.
0: I've heard about it. I haven't seen it. It's pretty cool. It, it sounds like, have you read the book The Giver? No. It's it, Where it's like a society that doesn't know what's better out there kind of thing. Yeah. Which I've seen, like, have you seen They're... The Island with Michael Bay?
1: Uh, no. There's a lot of those. But yeah, Silo is, like, literally they live in this Silo underground, and there's just like a bajillion levels, and there's no elevators, and they have to walk to every floor, and there's something going on outside, yeah, yeah, yeah. and there's some sort of power structure that's keeping people yeah, under, hierarchies. under, uh their thumb and it unfolds
0: in a very interesting way
1: yeah. apparently it's a lot different than the books or like diverges from the books a bit but you seen the, cool.
0: p- the platform on netflix where it's like different platforms you get different amount of food
1: oh no but we were talking about that i was talking about that with someone the other day where like the rich people are on the top yeah and then they uh and
0: then they give whatever food they don't eat the next level yeah. gets and it goes lower and lower and lower and lower and, and they're like
1: pissing on the food and like at
0: one point because they're like don't give a f-. yeah it's interesting it's yeah. really interesting
1: so I mean, there's a lot of shit to play around with with sci-fi. Yeah. It's not just Chewbacca and Yoda, yeah, or yeah. baby, baby Yoda. The the only thing oh, I would was cool.
0: the, going into the blue sky portion because we should probably start. Uh, I
1: think we're starting to burn some of the blue sky juice right now. Yeah,
0: but why? Uh, my thing is, I'll tell you what I like the most, so that maybe we, we can kind of think about that today. Is because Black Mirror is a fucking great idea, and Infinity Pool, and some of the other ones where they're darker because it's sci-fi genre they introduce a technology like ai or our new conscience or um uh cloning and then human flaw fucks it up because yeah. us with all this new technology that's available to us now they fuck that's, that's what black mirror is about right like oh we have a rating system like nose dive that episode mm. and it's like humans just kind of fucked each other by taking it too seriously or not knowing how to uh yeah generalize it or whatever right so that's something that's kind of interesting to me me too Ah, but we're the same 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 but different. All right. So let's uh,
1: uh let's move on to the next part
0: then. Let's go write some shit.
1: Blue sky. Welcome to the blue sky part. We didn't leave. We just sat here and turned the cameras on and off again.
0: All right, so this is the part where we start uh spinning that hamster wheel. Okay. So, human
1: Flaws. hubris fallacy uh, flaws taking things too far um
0: wait, wait wait the fun let's think of the fun in this right let's make sure we have fun cuz sci-fi can i don't want to get too much into like making this like the next interstellar mm. i want to focus on how do we think of a fucking weird technology or a weird black mirror let's like uh, let's maybe think of it like that like if we had to write a black mirror episode almost yeah
1: but this is called whack mirror like it's like I more like it.
0: it's wacky it's wack. it's a wacky mirror um, it's a funhouse mirror
1: did you ever see the movie The Wizard? No. It was back in the day, pre Mario Three for NES. Was it was before that was released? And it's it like was Mario Three. Mario Three. You don't know Super Mario Brothers Three? Uh, we. Oh man, we are we are generation generationally uh, vastly different. Um, Mario Three was the third game in the mario okay no well, that makes sense so far i'm <laughs> for, with you for nes but um anyway the, the details of that are unimportant but um it was a movie about this like sort of weird kid on the the fringe of his friend group and family group who uh and i think it's uh fred savage is the actor yeah i'm looking chat. at her
0: right and i think you're right
1: and he wins a contest because he's really good at video games and then the whole basically i in in from what i remember it the whole thing is just a big fucking ad for mario 3 but like he ends up playing this game on a stage like pre league of legends and like all that Mm the sort of sport things which is also uh an interesting world to think about in terms of sci-fi but
0: well ready player one you seen that ready player one that i think was i thought it was fucking really well done i'm sure the book is better which most of the times it is i haven't read it but the Um, movie did a great job of like imagine that world because we don't like our reality we kind of all of us D- dive deeper into the game world and we stay in, in the virtual reality of it yeah
1: and it makes a lot of sense that that's where we're headed because i don't know if anyone's fucked with vr these days but it's uh, truly immersive yeah. and it messes with my brainstem unfortunately like I, I can't spend too much time in there but it's so real and like if there's any discrepancy from what your actual body's doing and what you're seeing you could get sick it's really strange But I could see people uh, who grow up with it, like who are young. But also they're going to fix the bugs
0: to make sure you don't get sick with it.
1: But that's the thing. I don't know what those bugs are other than just the way we interface with our own perception. But Mm. kids who are four years old are going to have VR. Whereas when we were four, we had you didn't even have fucking Mario 3. You know, that's all I had. But I'm just saying, like, our brains will adapt to this. This this is becoming a
0: rant podcast.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so (laughs) listen, everyone at Meta needs to chill because we're already fucked. But there's something to do with that. I think Rick and Morty did that bit about they go to an arcade and then they basically like live live someone else's life entirely and like Roy or whatever it's called. And it's like literally the game is living their life. And it's just like, when you get it, you're just like, fuck, like, fuck. I thought it like, you know, you just wake up out of a dream that you were a completely different person and you have to grapple with that.
0: And it's different now. And I don't even know if they were the first to do it, but Sims, I feel like hit on the nail where like, it's funny when you really talk about it, where it's like, uh, oh, what did you, what game did you play this weekend? I basically lived someone else's life and, oh, did, you, did they fly in this life? No, I just, in this world, hung out with my friends and uh, and watered my plant. And it's like, well, so that's a video game to you. And people like just living, people, just being in other people's shoes and just... Doing chores yeah. in a virtual reality. So
1: how about this? Amidst a room full of yeah, radishes. literally, yeah.
0: Literally, yeah, you're just doing chores and you're like, that was a great fucking game, man. And it's like, you didn't even do your own laundry, yeah. but you did this virtual laundry and you yeah. got more um here's the thing here's a fun exercise to think of a, flaw, uh, a a sci-fi element for this film what's a type of technology that you're like i wish this existed and you're like this is kind of an insane but like i wish it existed so that i could you know
1: i do wish that um you could sort of broadcast ideas a little bit more like if you're like here's how I want the shot to look and you don't have to go like what you don't have to go to shot deck and like you can just go, go to your brain of things, and like, it'll a broadcast medium shot of this you just go like I want this sort of thing because like even like writing treatments and stuff like if I could just talking, wait,
0: sorry when you say treatments
1: like a, a film a film treatment like if I'm pitching on a, a commercial job I'll put a treatment together with all kinds of images and references and words that tell people what I'm gonna what you're envisioning to do what I'm envisioning for the job but like just it, it and I kind of ai is sort of starting to do this where you type in a bunch of prompts and then get a proxy of what you mm-hmm. might be thinking but it looks a little off and it's hard to edit and whatever but if i could just be like a shot like this and then just like project it you know
0: so where would that come from the projection is it like your brain has all these film images
1: or is it literally your brain like you know what i mean is it a database now it would be like it would translate your electrical activity to an image like you know those like Star Trek or Star Wars holograms, where it's just like a, it's like the impression of a person kind of on a. Have you fucked with Star Wars? Wow. Uh, Not like Star Wars guy. That's cool. That's cool. (laughs) Uh, Just imagine like a little hologram. That's just like a. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, I get that. But I'm just saying, where's it coming from? It comes from your brain. It's like a direct translation Uh, of the things for your brain. Okay. Um, Which could lead to a very comedic uh, cascade of events where, uh, you know, someone's trying to explain someone to someone and then someone attractive walks by. Yeah, and, and it like, turns into... Like a, it's just yeah, like yeah, them, yeah.
0: like... <laughs> <laughs> fucking that person. <laughs> I, yeah,
1: I, I just started thrusting the air and regretted it immediately. <laughs> um, yeah, something like that where, like, uh, it works really well for a while to convey messages, but then, like, intrusive thoughts start to come in and, like, they can't control their intrusive thoughts and everyone's just, like, a fucking psycho, but I don't know
0: where you... That's, that's interesting. That. I like that, though. Yeah, 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 I get that. So it's literally, like... Um, a technology that you at first think is positive because you're like oh my thoughts i don't have to like explain my thoughts and then you slowly society realizes well my then thoughts, now we my thoughts are fucked exactly yeah exactly my thoughts are fucked and even like can be used for like um uh interrogation by the police it's like they now they know how to take out your thoughts so they're like uh they show you images and then they're like you know like uh, your thoughts are kind of pointing towards like you want to kill this person or you did kill this person or whatever you know what i mean like yeah you can have a world like that
1: yeah yeah is this a uh, memory or is it imagination is it you know is it interesting uh, like and then how do you discern that and there could be like ethical dilemmas involved in like well that
0: wasn't a genuine thought that was something i made up i like this the that imag- imagination or memory because it's like but then it's i'm just trying to think how do you because what i like about the best kind of sci-fi is you take this fucking grand idea and then you just you put these rules on it and you put it into a bottle and then you're like so that so that the film isn't so like two films that are on the opposite spectrum. There's Inception that literally is a word. Of, I, uh, I actually haven't heard of that movie. Oh, yeah. If you hung out with me. Who directed it? Who directed uh, Christopher it? Christopher Nolan. Oh, okay. Uh, if you hung out with me, you've heard of it. But literally, I, hey, this, this, I was even trying, okay? This just works really well for this sci-fi genre, all right? Uh, you have Inception, which is, oh, we're going to go into dreams. But they somehow grounded it. So you're like, oh, because it's thieves and they're stealing something. You're not thinking too hard about like, well, uh, what's the technological way they're doing this? You're like, no, they're thieves. They steal ideas, which is fucking brilliant, right? And then it's just grounded in the real reason. Uh, the, thing, the whole thing's about he wants to get home, so he has to help this guy steal this idea. And then along the way, there's all these um, rules of like how to incept these ideas and all these things, right? So beautiful. The opposite of the spectrum, same director to me, is Tenet, where they're like, things go backwards in time. But, yeah, I didn't see that
1: movie. So uh, I've heard I heard a lot I, about it, and like d- even discussing it, it's like what
0: the. Yeah, and maybe you have a better example because maybe a lot of people haven't seen it. But Tenet to me was like, uh, this world you can go back in time, and then not enough grounding for you to care. Like it just became them trying to explain the concept, mm. and you're like, I don't fucking get it, and I don't care about these characters. Like that's what I was saying earlier, where like. Inception, again, grounds you in these characters' lives. So you're like, they're thieves. They're, they're conmen at the end of the day. like I've, I know those films like that. But Tenet is like, well, he's trying to save the world, but also using this technology, which technically has nothing to do with how to save the world. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. So that to me is like the two... Am I speaking too yeah, loud? Yeah, you're, you're clipping. Sorry. I'm like, when I get into Inception, buddy, I get loud. Wow.
1: He got the Nolan volume up. <laughs> it's a Dunkirk screening. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. And all his films are like this now. <laughs> all the dialogue is put in the shelter where you talk like this.
1: You merely, you merely adopted the blue sky. I fucking do it
0: every week, man. Well, that's the thing. He he did that with Bane and Rises, and he's like, okay, from now on, all the films that effect. <laughs> I love it. Um, Can you
1: say that as a preset?
0: <laughs> but that's my. That, so again, not to get into a rant, but this is my rant about thing. But it's like it, Inception again. It wasn't like, what is the technology or let's figure it out. Where a tenant became about that and that got boring real quick. Mm. Inception was like, this is a technology exists. Cool. Let's get into the world. So for example, the imagination thing, if we go with that route, I wouldn't want it to be like, is it like, how do people know the difference or whatever? It's more like that's the issue already that people are having a hard time figuring it out and then put like a very normal story in that world about human flaw. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. It's just the, the fucking thing. And I try and do this a lot. I'm like super interested in writing in the sci-fi world and I try and do, I touch on weird stuff like that in night drives. um, But like doing a feature with these high heady concepts or trying to write a series, there's so much like explanation to do, you know? Like I I, I ingest or I consume a lot of like paranormal sci-fi kind of like podcast content and books and shit like that and think about the world in that weird way. Like the the infinite possibilities of of what yeah, this yeah, yeah. reality could be, but to get someone up to the, and I know how this sounds like the intuitive knowledge that I have to get someone a normal you're regular. Than everyone. No, I'm not saying that. I <laughs> am, but I'm not saying that. Um, to get someone up to speed requires so much exposition, and it's just like fuck. Like I don't want to spend half an hour explaining. Yeah, but. What what why bigfoot might be an interdimensional being right, you right, know, right, right and what that means for reality but um it's hard but in all this i have to get an idea out before it leaves my head um what if it's something simple like a parent explaining like a life concept to a kid and they're doing it through images but then their mistakes in the context keep Interjecting, you know what I mean? In the projection or whatever. I don't know if we have, we don't have to go with this projection idea.
0: Well, that would just be a quick comedy short where it's like, is that what you're thinking? Yeah. Where it's like, like as he's explaining it, uh, he gets a text from like someone at work and then it's all of a sudden, is that your secretary dad? Yeah. And, and then he's he's like, he just,
1: it's like, <laughs> bam, it's like a flash of her, like yeah, yeah, yeah. his memory of her cleavage. Yeah. I mean, we kind of did the Lecci dad a couple episodes ago. We love a good Lecci dad. We love, <laughs> maybe we'll swap the genders too. Oh, it's uh, the mom and then she's yeah, the one, yeah. mom. Yeah, yeah. But, but like, without, um hitting those cleat, like what's a clever
0: that's you know what, what you're like uh oh, sorry are you Kevin I, uh, I can kind of interrupt me because I, I see it more like which is not a bad thing we haven't done this yet it's a sketch really Is what you're saying what, it, yeah. uh, I, mean, what I mean is like it could be a sketch where yeah, it's like literally yeah. it's like a three-page thing where it's or whatever how long but it's just the dad explaining, problem escalation solution. yeah twist and then well the and your blow line is the son then has an imagination thing which kind of is a funny ending to like, he still doesn't get how to make, like, he's like, oh, it could be, well, that's pretty good. Um, It could literally be the dad explaining the birds and the beasts to his son, maybe. And the way when he's doing it, these thoughts, and this is a rough concept, but the thoughts are coming in and then at the end of it because he didn't do a good job you see the son kind of think about it when the dad leaves and it's like the complete wrong interpretation like he thinks of a bird fucking a bee for example like it's like the blow line is like the son didn't get it at the end of all that because he did a good job yeah and it's like even in a world where fucking imagination is like at your fingertips where as humans just have a hard time communicating the sex talk great that's an idea and i had one more that i was going to pitch Okay. So right, let's put that down, right? I think it's it's a good concept and it's a sketch, so, but it could be even filmed actually, right? This was my thing because I realized like thinking about Infinity Pool where it's like, what if it's a very like grounded reality? This is a script me and you discussed already. And I'm like, maybe this is the platform to quickly write it out. What if it's a stand-up thing and it's a world where this guy... So sorry, I'm just... The audience isn't with us. They don't know what I'm talking about. So there was this one concept of like a person... Who finds out that his jokes can kill people?
1: Yeah, it starts with someone who. Like, who, it, the who, first who shot who of the film. Ended someone's life. Yeah, he's him and his best joke. friend
0: hanging out, and it's like they're like, you know, it's like late night, they're having munchies and stuff, whatever, and he says a joke uh, in his living room, and his friend's like laughing and laughing, and he leaves his living room. Uh, that's how the film starts. Like, they're just hanging out, two friends, maybe smoking weed at night. He says a joke, like uh, back and forth, they go back and forth on puns, and he says a joke, and the guy, his friend starts laughing. Our main character, like, leaves to get, like, chips from the kitchen. And as, as he's in the kitchen, the laughter kind of ends in the living room. So he's like, oh, that's weird. And then he's, like, still talking, like, loudly, the main character, trying to make his friend laugh more. But there's just dead silence in the other room. So then he comes back from the kitchen, and he looks, and he's, like, his friend just, like, mouth open, pale face, dead. Like, he made he choked on his, like, whatever. And that's the thing. You, you make it uncertain where it's, like, did he just choke on something or did he die from the laughter? There's, just, like, this uncertainty of, like, is it because he's so funny? And the rest of the film is this character now not wanting to tell jokes. And, and, but,
1: but having like the kind of urges that I do where you got to be like,
0: ah, pun. Yeah, he has puns in his mind. And that's the thing. Maybe that's the funnier part too where his jokes are usually very punny, but they're so good and punny that like that's what kills people and he doesn't know if it is that so he's uh, the rest of the film like he's at a party and people are talking and they'll say a uh, comment and he has a joke in his mind and he's like i want to make this joke and then we cut to the washroom and he's by himself in a washroom of the same banquet hall at the party that he's at and he just yells a joke out into this abyss and it's like almost like a guy doing it's an addiction he has to yes, just go, get the joke out go rub he has one to come yeah bathroom. he has to rub one out Yeah, he has this urge to tell this joke which is like yeah he has to go. Rub- yeah.
1: And then it escalates to the point where he sees. Are we gonna kill the ending?
0: Uh, no, I just want okay. to leave it open in okay. case you do write it. Okay. So it's a little okay. bit of a. There's a, a great twist. fucking ending. The, whole, a ending. the whole movie's about the ending <laughs> yeah, for me. Those are my favorite scripts when I think of the ending it's, first, and I'm like, oh, this is going to be a good film.
1: The only problem I have with what you just said is at the beginning when you said like maybe they were smoking weed at night. Like, w- w- what else would they do at night?
0: <laughs> what do you mean maybe? Yeah, you you really didn't like that. I saw your face. It kind of felt you're like mm, maybe, maybe.
1: I don't know what you do at night. (laughs)
0: Um, Um, Those are two good ideas, I think. Two good ideas. Yours, Sunix. Explaining. We're
1: only sixteen minutes in, so let's keep the punishment going and let's come up with a third idea. Ooh, okay. Um,
0: Combine the two. It's imagination and jokes.
1: Uh, Please don't do that. I don't like that. I already don't like that at all. Yeah, the imagination one feels like I can kind of see it. The the joke one would be easier to write.
0: The imagination when we start running out of like what what kind of double entendres do we do or what kind of uh, yeah it doesn't
1: have to be about sex though it could just be about like how do I build a model plane and it it just devolves somehow
0: yeah or how to shave no that's yeah model planes better Um, I see it that's what I said like I personally as soon as I think of that idea I'm like it's really smart that idea because then it's a dad and son that's it's a bottle episode it's like in his bedroom kind of thing and he's teaching his son but then all these distractions happen and then you have a blow line I think I see it as a sketch like a this short still a short like a digital short you know what i mean like yeah. SNL digital short um i see it like that cuz it's a quick progression tilt uh and then the blow line mm-hmm. um as opposed to the other one i do see more fodder of like there's uh,
1: more there's more chance of a rich world a rich vibrant changing world uh for sure i could i could see that yeah um what about um literally reaching into the uh, depths of my butthole and pulling out an idea. Um, the fact that we like, Hey Siri, do this. Hey Siri, do that. Make a thing for me, like build a schedule, like Siri becoming a personal assistant, but like really piling it on and like, like what do I got to do today? And it's just like insane tasks or like what, what, what could backfire uh, by having like a virtual assistant, you know, mm. what, what could come into play there. Mm um what else
0: my my thing is so the first idea we have a sketch and it's like in that world the second one is a bit more grounded it's the comedy so it's like it's not i still like it a lot but it's more like the sci-fi where it's like this world you know sci-fi when they do the the main the main sci-fi portion of this film is just a rule that exists in this in this world mm. like which is that his jokes can kill there's nothing else sci-fi happening it's his jokes can kill right um, so I'm thinking the third idea. Do we push for something space like Star Wars, cl- close to Star Wars, or close to like um, Interstellar, or close to like um... mine can be potentially the one I uh, I was saying like the um, the the stand up one or whatever that can be more like a Black Mirror esque. Mm-hmm. It's darker and it's like and I see it more more like that like the, the yeah p-
1: treat it like what he's doing is like a a disease like a crazy yeah. Yeah. like Burgeoning yeah. play.
0: And there's humor in it because I do, we do, I think, both laugh at the fact that, like, he, he just has goes to, kinda, to the bathroom yeah. and he's like, yeah. Yeah.
1: He's just like, it, fuck her. I don't even know her. <laughs> you know, like, just the worst jokes, yeah. too. Yeah. Like, and, like, I think that we could play with the logic where those puns actually
0: fucking. Land. I was man i think i don't know if we thought we, we did discuss quite a bit about these ideas but there's so many tropes to play with where I, it's like he's an addict where maybe he then goes he hires a home uh, a call girl or he goes to a homeless person and he's like he just kills them because he's like i have to get this joke out he's just yeah he's
1: just got a, yeah it's like bateman <laughs> yeah bateman it's in american, american psycho. psycho like he so just like, goes and he's like okay so uh there's a guy and a girl at a bar and then it just cuts and like you just see the legs sticking out of a garbage <laughs> can and him like scurrying out of the alleyway <laughs> <laughs> But oh, um, I, I had an idea for a sketch a while ago that, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> if if we had the money for it, would be amazing. But you know that movie Yesterday where I think... The Beatles it, don't exist. The Beatles don't exist. And the guy's like, oh, what about...
0: So he wakes up and the Beatles don't exist. And then he, and he, but he steals he, he their songs. he remembers all the remembers songs. All, and then he becomes famous. He's the and only then, one that remembers their songs. So he pretends it's if he's the one who's thought of them. And then and Ed Sheeran
1: things. makes the great note in the studio. He's like, what about instead of Hey Jude, it's Hey Dude. And they're all like, oh, it just seems like a movie for people that are older than me um and definitely older than you um because I'm older than you and if they're older than me then they're also older than you.
0: Whoa, wait.
1: How's that for some sci-fi shit? <laughs> yeah.
0: Age. Sif- Is it a number? <laughs>
1: <laughs> My eye just explodes. Um but so he wakes up, he's a punny guy and he he head trauma wakes up. No one knows what puns are. And I'm basically like recreate the trailer for yesterday, but it's all puns. And like Okay. Some people are loving it and other people are like suicidally against it. You know what I mean? And it's just that. But what if the sci-fi element in this uh, stand-up world is like, you know, the world isn't that funny or like puns aren't common or like there's some element of humor where we could get away with bad jokes that like makes them hit harder, you know, just something silly in that world. It is, com- it is becoming very less sci-fi and, and more goofy, but...
0: Yeah, I guess yesterday would be sci-fi. Would it be? I think. Maybe.
1: I. That's a good question because then that would kind of... I would call that a sci-fi element. Like, I'm,
0: I'm curious because then that would be like, is our comedy one even sci-fi? Yeah, they don't put it down as... Con- oh, fantasy. 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 Hmm.
1: Okay, so it has to be science related.
0: So we can't do the comedy one, I guess. Okay, well, we... Also, like, fuck it. I mean,
1: you get <laughs> you the know? get and then you do with, do with it what you will. But, um... Cause let's, let's get one more yeah, uh, if get, we can get one more idea let's in the get one, four like four minutes
0: let's get one that's because we also have to then write the idea too let's get one that's oh, fucking oh, oh, okay, okay. Okay.
1: it's like maybe a podcast or, or maybe a, a creative project where people are like I'm just going to do whatever chat GPT tells me to do I think there is a podcast that like Duncan Trussell does where the, it, it just tells them what to that's do for every funny. episode but what if it escalates and it's like kill that deer Where so, it like a like a costume. Okay, can I? Is go there buy any gas with the deer wo- suit?
0: Is there? You've already wrote the script, haven't you? Yeah, we're
1: done. It's <laughs> all.
0: Is there any uh world that excites you about like what's the word, man? Like technology, like uh, a world where flying exists. So like, you have seen Looper? Like, yeah. Go to the future, and you can kill people. Time travel exists. Like, is there any world where we can play with that and have fun with it? Like. Have you ever seen um, About Time, I think it's called? It's such a grounded story about so Dom- Is it about time? It is a dude. Uh, get out of my brain much. Um what's that uh, guy's name, Brendan Gleason's son, Domin Hall Gleason? You don't Domhnall know,
1: Domin Hall Gleason, yeah. yeah. He's in a couple Star Wars movies.
0: Yeah, and he's an ex machina um so it's like him and he finds out that his family has this all the men in his family has power that they go they can kind of time travel mm-hmm. and it's a simple thing that to go into a closet close the door and they come and then they pick, think of the time or whatever and then they go to that time and i, I can't remember all the details but that's sci-fi but and it's about a lo- it's about a rom-com though it's him like being in love with Rachel mcadams but then also being like is she the one for me so he keeps time traveling to fix it or figure it out kind of like click in a way too where it's like just having the power to go back and forth so I'm thinking, like, is it? We're kind of missing the opportunities for something fun there. Where, what if it's something that can uh, be, like, you know, like you can control time or you can freeze time? That's something that I used to think about. Is like, what if it's like you can say freeze and everything stops but you? Like that kind of element of sci-fi. What if we have fun with that? Mm. Yeah,
1: I feel
0: like we're and missing... like
1: using it, using it just to get out of like mildly embarrassing situations, but and, still yeah. getting like ultimately a lot of times too in in. uh these time-related movies, people stack the odds in their favor, but the culmination of events still equal the bad outcome that they're yeah. trying to avoid,
0: you know? There was this really cool short I saw. It's called The One Minute Box or something like that, where this guy has this box where he clicks a button and he goes one minute back in time. That's it. That's all he can do. And he keeps do- he goes to talk to a girl on a bench and he, goes- and he says something stupid right away. So boom, one minute back. So he goes back to talk to the beautiful girl on the bench they talk for a few seconds and then he's like, "Nope, that was fuck up." Boom! He keeps doing it until he hits the same thing. And then when he at the end, there's a reason where she goes, "Wait, there's been you've done this like forty times." I'm like, yeah. And she's like, "What happens to the other ones? Uh, versions of you?" And she's like, "Other versions." Mm. And then we cut to every time he had pressed it, he would just die. So he was killing. Him. And then when he would die, the think about it, the girl sitting on the bench is like. Oh my gosh he freaks out so it's like there's 40 ver- sorry i peaked there there's 40 versions where he died on the spot that he never took a, an account that those versions of him just ended and that those realities oh, just on. jump into a different timeline yeah yeah so that was re- and again that's like existing but that's what I f- it's so simple and it's about time travel and there's like it's comedy it's was, it was a funny one
1: that, and you know so that kind of spurred an idea of like uh the new sort of metaverse or whatever like doing like tinder style virtual speed dating but like you know you're swiping right or left on a picture normally but in this like you they kind of phase in and out of your virtual space or something and like you could interact with them more or like is there a a more realistic setting for
0: tinder you know yeah yeah, no i totally get it like it's so again i it's i only pull up references because then i'm like i don't want to say we we should go this route but have you seen the black mirror episode uh hang the dj uh
1: i need more context so on the it's like
0: dating in the future kind of thing that's the point of it like we're like dating in just the near future whatever you call it where basically there's this app or this sphere right and you get matched with like uh you get told to where to go this restaurant it'll be a blind date boom you go there they come you meet them right and then you go on this date and this the meal has been picked for you and like the, basically the dating app is choosing everything for you so that all you gotta oh, worry about oh yeah but it tells you when how long how you're gonna long exist. you're like you're gonna yeah, try this person yeah, out yeah. for seven days is that not the only one with like a happy ending yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. okay oh that's what i love about it because at the end you find out like it's all for like so i mean whoever hasn't seen it spoiler alert but they basically they get the seven days uh like, oh you're gonna finish in six months or whatever right and then they finish Uh, which means like six months after six months you have to go find a new partner Mm. and you kind of do this until you find the one or whatever or it tells you you're one whatever right and the whole point is by the end of it they're matched with different people even though the first time they meet the people we see that meet each other in the beginning the main characters are in love with each other but then when they go to they they find separate partners and at the end of it they're like fuck this we're gonna run from the system because there's apparently like a system where they can like if you say no to the people that they match you with at the end like this is your married couple now then they're gonna be like they're gonna come after you or whatever right so they kind of like go on this like run and chase and they're like fuck it we're gonna end up together and as they're doing that we cut out we the the camera zooms out and it's like that they're all just data in the system like those
1: oh the, they're just simulations
0: yeah because then when it comes out it's like uh, it's it's the uh, versions of them in the real world, and they're very different. Like their their clothing is different, and they're more like you know like modern and like uh, sorry uh, contemporary like in our world. And they meet at a party, and they matched. So the, and the reason they met at the party is because they matched on the dating app. And basically, the dating app did all that work for them in the simulated world to be like you're the perfect match. Like, what an idea!
1: Yeah, it makes me just wanna stop recording. You know? <laughs>
0: I it's love that. Like, I, oh, I hope people understood what I said, but if not watch that episode, it's so brilliant. No,
1: it's, it's, it's such a, I mean, they probably had years in a writer's room to fuck. Yeah. They didn't up do it that. in a podcast they over didn't... a
0: blue sky, 40 minute session. No. Yeah. Uh, but Tw- 27 minutes to be exact. Well, it's going to turn into to 40 or an hour. <laughs> um, but that's the thing. I'm just Shit. trying to find that little spark of like, what kind of excites us and then kind of go that journey. This, the joke one excited me because that's been something we've been wanting to write. But maybe it's not sci-fi, so it's fine to, to get that rid of that. Um, it's just what in this world, like, if you were to go the stand-up route, have you seen? There's another episode where it's like, what if it's about the future and like, there's judges who like judge who's funny and who's not funny. That's an interesting world where it's like they're you're born into a uh, into a funny or not funny. Those are the only two options, and you either go into the funny. Uh, path, or you go into the non-funny. And there's a guy who in the non-funny path who <laughs> that sounds so dumb, but so funny. Where he's basically like, uh, you know, like you're given a t- like this is what you're gonna be for the rest of your life. Like you're you're born and they give you like a scroll and it's like my son will be, um, in the non-funny world. He'll be a carpenter or whatever. Like I don't know why I'm fun, there are funny carpenters, but mm-hmm. you know what I, my point. And then it's like, uh, he what. Wa- <laughs>
1: There are funny carpenters. Yeah, shit. And then he goes Listen, the, if you're a carpenter hey, Jesus, and you're listening, uh, hello, and you're Jesus funny, was a jokester. We see you. Uh, we see you. <laughs> this is this, this good. is
0: this is what brings us down. We had canceled. But <laughs> the Carpenter Association. Hey, we're funny. Um, but yeah, so he goes down the path of like doing a job and not being able to just stand up. And then- because it's a future where the comedy is like a, a resource where it's like, we need the best comedians. So we need them to focus on this their whole life. So they tell them in the beginning where well, you're going to focus on this so that you can grow up and share laughter. And this one kid, he grows up in the world.
1: He's like the Luke Skywalker of the funny <laughs>
0: cast. Yeah. Yes. We go, the, oh dude, you could do the hero's journey for sure. And it's just the sci-fi of it is like, it's a futuristic world where like you get told what you are going to be in the, when you're born. Just, I don't know where that came from, but that made me laugh, but just an idea.
1: <laughs> yeah, like the only thing with that, like I like that, it's just like explaining it succinctly in, in a the short opening scene, Yeah, you know? Um, whereas if it's just like um, the joke thing, like you open up, or even if you like, you could truncate that beginning, you don't need to see him finding his friend, he could just be, at a courtroom or something, you know, like you, you just kind of needle drop into the situation. But um, my
0: only worry is, are we cheating if we do that story? Like the one where the guy can't tell jokes, is that a good story or is that not sci-fi? Like are we, ch- you know, mm, yeah, that's my main thing. And, uh, and maybe I'm overthinking, maybe it is sci-fi. Cause you know, well, how about this? Let me see what defines, we should have done this. In the, the, the
1: rule book is still at the printers. So is we it? could, we could cancel the job and add some shit. But
0: is that something you've said before or just think of that?
1: I I mean, I hope I didn't say it before, but if I did, I'm sorry. No, it felt
0: pretty right. I like that. Yeah. The rule book's the printer. That's a better way to say like. No, it's
1: are... not an idiom that I am get, uh, taking from. I just came up with it right now. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Like That's a off good the one. Off in uh, the moment. Okay, guys. Yeah, he this. did a great off the dome. <laughs> yes, <laughs> just
0: acknowledge that. No, it's great because like, usually it's like rules are meant to be broken, but yours is funnier. It's like, well, the rule, book, rule book's the printer. That's a great line yeah. in a film. You know what I mean? Uh, okay, so I'm gonna, we should have probably done this in the prompt section, but here's the definition. Science fiction is a genre of speculative fiction. Already, I think we're fine now because that's insane fiction what we're talking about, which typically deals with imaginative and futuristic concepts, typically, such as advanced science and technology, space exploration, time travel, parallel universes, and extraterrestrial life. So I don't think we're away from sci-fi because it is speculative fiction first of all where, where there's rules that don't ex- you want to make a joke nope. i can see your face you want to make a joke nope. say it say it
1: uh it's no it's a riff it's not a joke
0: okay your face did that joke face
1: you do yeah i'm like trying to i'm trying to reel it in so, i got i i had to stop myself from like 40 uh carpenter puns so this
0: is the episode where you can say it because our character is loosely based on you i feel yeah yeah um what are you gonna riff though
1: no one ever died in my hands uh, <laughs> no one ever died of my jokes tell you that much um <laughs> it i was thinking like um oh shit it's gone
0: sorry i shouldn't have made a big deal about it it's like i scared it it's like you know i sometimes ideas are like uh like a like a squirrel or like a deer and it's like if you make too much noise yeah they'll just run off yeah i'm trying to do what you do like make an idiom but there's too many words there but you know what i mean like an idea is like a deer because it's like uh idea oh it's an idea. It's an idea because, he's. oh, my God, dude, it's a word for it, too. It's like if I think of an idea and then you're like, oh, what is it? And like, I put too much pressure on it. Then it's like, oh, I lost it. It, just it was an idea because it woods. scurried away. Mm. Boom. Mm. Um, I'm so happy with that right now.
1: Oh, oh, it's back. It um, the idea is back. What if we like, we do the like, it's a weird, like, occurrence for this joke thing to happen. And it's like this weird thing that ends people's lives. But maybe... Like that's the trope we kind of follow that line, but like the world is like the first scene is the government disclosing the existence of non-human intelligence on the planet, and the first joke is just about aliens, and that's what kills the guy, and then he can't do it. But there's just like background shit. So
0: that's what I would stay away from is explaining it too much because you're already explaining it too much. You're like you know what I mean. You're setting so many boundaries to be like oh this is this government said this, so then this happened. Where I personally again, but it's just
1: like the comet like. From that other, but that was
0: like the ending was all about the comic. This like this has to, and again,
1: but the aliens could come down, (laughs) and then we could do that blow line. He has to tell them a a joke to to end
0: them. They're, really funny
1: they're like they have no sense of humor, but puns seem to really fuck with them. Yeah,
0: he's the only one that gets, like, Oh, they're shooting missiles like at them and like, like, like rocket launchers, and then he comes in, like stops everyone and goes, I got this. Yeah. Knock knock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> it's a funny knock knock. Yeah, yeah.
1: But it's just knock knock. Cut to black. Cut yeah. to cut to the title card. Yeah. Like
0: Yeah, oh yeah, fuck yeah. Oh yeah. You don't say the joke. It's just knock knock. And then it's like take yeah. a little breath and then fade to black. Yeah. Okay. Like that um, could
1: be that that you could literally i'm just gonna
0: because of my stubbornness of the original you know how that happens if you get married to the original i'm gonna fight it a bit but i'm on board with it because that's a fucking funny ending that it's not just because my the other ending it's that we to discussed save the world exactly you're saving the world with the pun that's pretty fucking funny um okay okay so have we gone around and ended back at this one then yeah i would Do like you want to write this one out right I, now
1: i would like to just for a minute or ninety seconds. Just talk about the the parent unpacking a, a heady topic for a kid, and then decide, and then making it.
0: Because we do still have to like in this se- session, right? Section. Oh, we, we have, have to, to write it out. Like we have oh, to write yeah, all the scenes.
1: Shit. We got a lot of work to do. Okay, let's just do that. I, the I, most, honestly, the most I sold
0: myself on it because I was like sci- sci- sci-fi, but reading the definition, it is sci-fi because it's a world where this rule exists, and we could have fun with it. Like uh, maybe let's, not the let's, first draft, let's but do the
1: alien it. thing. Let's do the like the aliens like kind of in the backdrop but the main thing is about his his struggle with the joke telling and then he has to save the world from
0: aliens the other one we can make this one we can't actually make though i feel okay for okay sorry sorry sorry. how about this uh, let's just talk it out what are we doing what are we doing this is the point of this so yeah. alien explain to me the first scene that you said because i didn't get my i didn't love it right away so maybe i didn't hear it right
1: so remember remember the movie signs M. Night Chanel. Never saw it, but I heard about it. Yeah. Great fucking movie. I know. Great. He he has this uh, tendency so of just once in a while banger. Cool. Well he had a he had a run. He had a little run and then put all his eggs in the lady in the water basket and blew up his life, apparently.
0: Lady in the water, is that a movie he made? Yeah. No, the one he made that flop so much with Avatar. That was like what he he oh, says yeah. that, that is But then because he did of lady that Lady in the
1: Water to come back or some shit and was like, I gotta put
0: my house up for it. No, he did that for oh um for uh, split. He put he did a second mortgage on his house for split, and then that saved his career.
1: Oh, okay, whatever. Uh, that guy's crazy, and he's smart, and he's so smart. Uh, but yeah, he people make he fun of wild. him, but uh, he he's had a huge impact on our culture. Um, but yeah, the, of the, the water like, was before the air. Al- aliens come and kind of quietly start infiltrating, and there's like a news broadcast to like show like oh there was a bird flying and then it just hit something invisible in the sky and fell out and then they discover it was a ship that's just hovering cloaked above their city forever or whatever um so it could be something like that and i mean there's a lot of stuff going on right now in the ufo or uap community unidentified aerial phenomenon the the rebrand the the hot new apple version of what a ufo was um
0: it's like android versus iphone is it like UFO. there's a lot UAP.
1: of a lot of whistleblowers coming out saying hey like we've recovered ships that are bigger on the inside than they appear to be on the outside that move in impossible uh realms of physics that they've seen with their own eyes they've recovered body like there's all this shit coming out so there's this big buzz about the government finally being like yeah there's an ancient intelligence that's living amongst us that we have no idea about and this is real life or this is real life this is real, life. Okay, this is real true life so it could be something like that it could just be a whistleblower being like they're coming uh watch out okay. but uh
0: well again I, no, I i'm with you just say all this because i'm already thinking because my main thing is how to tie it in where we don't do a whole section on this part in the it's film. just like but again, this is background which news, is news
1: broadcast well you know it's like and then he's it? like oh those aliens look like Trapezoids.
0: And you know what I oh! what I picture is because here's my issue is like why have the aliens unless sorry we'll get to that. What I'm picturing in the opening already though. Have you seen um Last of Us where it starts as a talk show mm. and then the film? Yeah. So it's literally like it could be literally a uh, film starts and this is not it, but it's like an iPhone footage of someone whistleblowing me, like uh, so that people don't want you to know. And this is happening and and you hear like uh, thudding at the, his door and he's like trying to get this out and he posts it and then the film goes to the title card and then we cut back. Because the tone now shifts and it's just two guys hanging out yeah. and they're laughing about something, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, so you got... you so you got to, Okay, cool. So now here's my thing. Why do we need the aliens and why does the joke work on them? Is it just randomly at the end that coincidentally the joke works on them? Or what is it? Like, how do we know that he's like... He's going to go to the fucking government and be like, listen, I got this. Like, why does he even know that he can stop the aliens with his joke?
1: Well, I think because he would be the 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 first instance of him killing someone i am starting it is starting to fall apart for me too but um the, he kills someone with the first joke uh you know has to kind of do weird shit with his powers like maybe something happens when he's in the bathroom like you know rubbing one out so to speak uh that something gets destroyed around them. like there's like this unequivocal, unmistakable power that comes with his jokes killing the homeless person like all these things and then during that we hear that the aliens are bad and he's, he's like, you know, fucking becomes like in uh do you watch unbreakable? No. Another M night Shyamalan movie. I uh, that's amazing the, the, the first one in the split, split was the second one. Uh, incredible movie, but like it's Bruce Willis it is unbreakable and he slowly discovers his powers. And at the end he like, i'm gonna watch i'm gonna watch he does something that like yeah. he kind of realizes his, yeah, yeah, yeah. His, his abilities or whatever the only
0: thing is he's killing humans and then he's like oh i can kill aliens so that so the one way maybe i'll give you one thing is like because right now i'm not get in love with it but maybe here's like the stitch a little bit where when he kills his friend in the beginning by telling him a joke he kills a homeless person by telling him a joke uh, maybe we add a third killing maybe we don't but it's like There's a reason. So when the film starts, they're like, "They're already among us." There's aliens here on Earth, and they're here. And for some reason, we do a flashback where he starts thinking where his friend was an alien actually, and so was the homeless guy. So he's like, "Oh, I'm only killing aliens." Because then he tells a joke at a party, and he's like, so scared. He says a joke by accident, and the human does like the his uh, this colleague, and he's like, "Oh fuck!" He's like just waiting for this guy to just fall apart, and like a slow motion moment where like say me and you are hanging out, and I say a joke, and I'm trying not to tell jokes, and then as soon as I say it, you start laughing, and I'm like. I'm like, oh, I killed him. And then you laugh, and then you don't die. And I'm like, wait, so he's uh what, what's it called? He's uh immune to my joke. Mm. And then when I go and I think about like, the homeless guy, I look I look into the news and there're like reports of his autopsy and it's like he was an alien the whole time, this homeless guy that he had killed, and his friend well, was an alien. Well, and it's wh- like, "Whoa, well, wait, if- only aliens die when they hear my jokes." What if
1: uh what if it might blow it in the beginning if he sees his friend die? But what if um After they die, like we don't even do the the news broadcast stuff. We can imply this this budding invasion with like his friend dies, and then it's like skin like melts off, and like he be like he be like his his shape shifting facade.
0: I don't. I don't. I uh. I like that, but then it's like right away we know. Um, But like, what? How could we? How could we? So uh, here's my way of doing it. So or my uh, one idea, maybe it's bad, but there's two people he kills. For example, the homeless guy and the friend, right? So friend he kills, and then he doesn't tell jokes for a long time. He does the whole rub one out in the washroom and all this stuff. And I get what you're saying. That's really interesting. If we don't and do it's the like broadcast closed casket funeral, like yeah. there's like little yeah. things. And it's closed casket, and maybe when he dies, we this is too much, but maybe it's like yellow bile comes out, and he's like, that's weird, and he doesn't put two and two because he's like he's never seen a dead body, so he's like, why yellow bile? But basically the closed casket, right? And then when he goes to his mom, uh, his friend's mom, and he's like, so did they say how he died? And they're being weird with him. They're like, no, it's just, he choked on something. And he's like, no, I think it's a joke. And he's like, no, no, no he choked on it. His parents don't want to disclose. And so then he's like, he never finds out, right? Then when he kills a homeless guy, same thing. He just dies, yellow bile. He's like, yeah, I guess it is true. I do kill human people. And then and- basically that autopsy comes out, that he's he was an alien, and that's what stirs the news more. Then he goes to his friend's house, and his mom's being quiet, and she's like, okay, fine. His father was an alien, and blah, blah, blah. blah. And, like, she finally discloses that, you know, like...
1: No, like, she's like, you're asking too many questions. And she's yep. like, yellow bile because <laughs> in. She starts to transform. Okay, okay. And then she chases him yeah, out yeah, of the house. Yeah. And then there's, like, you know, a lineup of uh, alien, humans oh, alien humans on the street. And they're all, like, standing there. And then he sees, like, they're all, like, yellow bile. And they're all, like, transforming themselves. And then he's just like, knock, knock, boosh. And he cut to black. You know what I mean? Like, you... Yeah, yeah You... yeah. <laughs> You just do it that way. It's like
0: arrival meets stand up.
1: Arrival (laughs) meets like, uh, King of Comedy.
0: (laughs) um, Ultimate mashup, dude. Uh, there's something there. Now, sorry, you have a thought. I don't want to make it an idea. Cause like,
1: it could start off at a stand up club and there could be like, you know, a bunch of people. Like, he gets a, uh, we just finished with one joke. Like, yeah, I have, I have a joke we could use. I won't, I won't spoil it here. Um, he gets, a, he gets a big laugh for the end, like, oh, thanks, I'm going to finish my set, here's the last joke, blah, 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 everyone laughs, but there's people, like, choking and stuff, and people, like, getting up, and his friend is, like, a little weird, and then they're hanging out later that night, and his friend's just, like, obsessing over the joke, and then he, like, laughs again, vile, like, you know, so he is a professional comedian, like, he's not just some, like, clandestine guy telling a story, uh, not stoned on a Wednesday night with his buddy at home. Uh, it's that's his job. So like,
0: yeah, yeah, no, I get it. That, and he's yeah. like, I
1: think and like four people died after an alleged poisoning at comedy bar. Um, and then he's like, no, I think like the same thing happened to my friend. And then it, it just keeps kind of escalating and he's trying to, he's trying to solve this mystery, but we have the jokes of him like the, repressing his desires. Yeah, and okay.
0: He is repressing though. Yeah. We still keep that. Yeah. That's an interesting, because if it being his profession, then it's like, there's a bit more on the line of him not telling jokes anymore.
1: And then we could still shoot it if we wanted to, because it's just like some yellow bile, you know. And it's just yeah, like yeah, weird yeah. stuff. And then,
0: and, and dude, I, I need your, I guess, what's the word? Subjective or non-subjective view. But it's like, is it? Am I like to me? There's some charm in the fact. There's a little bit of more of a charm where it's like just grounded humans that he tells jokes to, and that he's not a set. Like there's a version like where he's a stand-up comic. Remember? I remember we talked about that too. But it's like, is there more charm in this version where he just kills his best friend from telling him a joke? then he kind of just becomes very de- like depressed almost and quiet and it's more about character piece about him living his life very like you know manda- like that uh, Yorgos film I I showed the short film yeah. it's like just more about his life and his like family life gets r- r- affected by it. like he has a his mom or his wife or his girlfriend gets affected by it cuz he's just being so just melancholy and then at the party he makes that joke and it becomes more about that like those scenes of him just doing these tropes of like yelling into a pillow Or like, whatever. And then in this version, the ending is he's walking by an alley one day and there's like a mugging going on. And then he goes into the alley and he's like, leave her alone, man. And his guy's like, fuck you. What are you going to do? And then he's about to turn away. This is like the final scene. And he's like, then he turns around and he goes, you know what? He's like, what? Are we going to do something about this big, tough guy? He goes, knock, knock. Yeah. And then it cut to black. And again, I I, I might just be romantic about it because I'm married to that. I I
1: think, I do think that his power could be the sci-fi element if you don't want to go down the alien road. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm just, yeah, yeah, It's yeah. just this weird power, yes.
0: Cuz that's what I was reading the definition of science fiction. It's like speculative fiction, right? So it's like it's it is fucking a, a world where this exists, which is already sci-fi to me, mm-hmm. you know? The alien thing I'll be honest, with, that's it's really cool like, cuz it's like him saving the world in a way, right? Or like It's the, fucking good. <laughs> no,
1: <laughs> it's fucking good.
0: So do you want like then no, yeah
1: i don't i don't know if it if it applies very well to this i feel I'm like just worried i'm just shoehorning sci-fi into an right, existing right, right. idea
0: my worry and maybe i'm that's why i'm trying to ask you because maybe i'm being precious with this original charm of it because maybe this is the better version because it's like saving the world but my only only worry is like painting that world and does it become like we're saying like then there's a closed casket funeral and they're like all we have to kind of find reasons and the homeless guy dies and they has to find out that the homeless guy was yeah. uh, alien i'm just worried are we putting too many reasons
1: sure should we just set it further ahead in the future you know like just have weird tech mm-hmm. you know yeah it's like a, a, well, a car fly sometimes by.
0: i realize like have you seen <laughs> just as a one just one <laughs> just like
1: one flying car <laughs> just like a car flies by
0: no but i was watching a uh, black mirror last night funny enough um
1: we just write hover in front of all the tech yeah. <laughs> his hover phone and his hover watch <laughs>
0: yeah that's like our uh, yeah it's sci-fi yeah what just, you. it's just everything hovering like, it's not all. sci-fi to me fuck you um as logic black mirror and i had there's only one episode i had never seen which was the have you seen the first episode ever the pig one
1: yeah where the prime minister
0: has to fuck a pig Mm -hmm. that to me i was like where's the sci-fi in this but then i'm like oh it's a world where this guy like kidnaps a person he uses like security like technology to do it and the world is just set in a a future where like twitter and everything else matters so much where he's so worried about his image because people are polling online and all this shit
1: for those unconcerned with spoilers and have not seen it um the prime minister of the UK uh, gets blackmailed, says uh, we've kidnapped some royalty, the princess. the princess. And if you don't post a video of you fucking a pig tonight on the local news, we will kill her. Yeah. And then it's just the moral dilemma of like, what do you do?
0: First he says no. And they're like kind of cool with it. But then the, the public starts turning on him through like Twitter polls and stuff being like, if he doesn't do it, he's like this and that. And he's like, they're like, You're, if you don't do this and she dies, your safety We can't guarantee your safety because they might, the public might come after you. So Mm. it's like this world of like, you know, technology in a way. And it's also the fact that they're like finding the 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 kidnappers are like giving rules because you they think about they're like, what if we just like CGI it? What if we got a actor? Remember they got like a male porn star and they're like, what if we put a mask on him and then CG his face? It's a whole thing, a storyline in this episode where it's like, what if we do this? But then the um, the kidnappers give all these rules like Dogma ninety five where they're like, you have to shoot this angle and you have to shoot wide and you can't cut. Uh, at all because it has to be one shot of you fucking it so that you can't get away so Um, it's like kind of technology but not really so to me it's like it's speculative fiction you know
1: yeah and uh dogma 95 is a movement started in the 90s by a danish filmmaker and his cohorts lars von trier and thomas vinterberg and they would not be able to use studio lighting not be able to bring any props that wouldn't exist commandments almost it's literally like the 10 commandments and And you have to make like the most independent movie ever you can't shoot it on film it's gotta be on video no props that don't exist in the location already there's a lot of rules and it's very cool and there's only one american one and harmony kareen directed it it's called julian donkey boy never seen it they all the 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 certified ones have like a certificate title card at the that's beginning pretty of pretty cool. DVD. anyway that's what he's talking about uh <laughs> but that uh 48 minutes in we are back to where we started uh with the original idea and that opening black mirror episode reference sold me on us still playing in the sci-fi realm with just a weird sort of so we're okay with no aliens yes we'll kill the aliens we'll have aliens in another script
0: and if you guys by this point are are emailing us or or tweeting let let us know if you think we should have went the alien route or if you like the one we came up with because i'd like to know Mm
1: -hmm. or you know just send me a gift card
0: or that yeah yeah if you liked it send me a gift card if you didn't, if you wish we went to the alien route, uh, then just pick a restaurant and send me the gift card for it. Yeah. As opposed to like a blank gift.
1: Yeah, you can you can like insult us with the restaurant, but yeah. it'll be fine. Yeah. I'll still eat it.
0: Yeah, specific. The more specific, the more you don't don't like it. But if it's a vague gift card, it's like any you can use it at any restaurant. Then hey, me, hey, you yeah. liked it.
1: Just uh, yeah, just a Mastercard with fifty bucks on it. Oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Cool. Um. Okay, so now we gotta start writing it out the beats before we yes. get into the. Uh, I, I I think we got the
1: beat. I think like I think we should. Just dive into it. Like,
0: let's, let's, let's do the beats. Let's, let's be fair to the audience because they're, they're going to be, what the fuck, how did you this? Where did that come from? Okay.
1: Um, I feel like we got them all in there, but I'm I'm willing to listen.
0: Initial scene, two friends. <laughs> I shouldn't be typing this. We'll just talk it out. Uh, The first beat, two friends hanging out. They're possibly smoking weed. Um, tells them a joke. And I don't we, know what else they'd be doing. Sorry. They're, they're smoking weed. They're smoking weed. Uh, tells them a joke the main character let's give him a name juno nope julian
1: yeah all right as in donkey boy because i just referenced that movie oh did you yeah.
0: that's funny um i'm picturing like a high school friend of mine named julian uh he had curly hair i don't know why i always picture nick in this role but in this role yeah. interesting I, uh i picture more jj oh yeah you know hmm that's cool. I, I don't know. I really picture him. Go with the white guy. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> the Jewish white guy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. um, you are safe. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah. So, it's like uh, the two friends, they're hanging out. He says, a, uh, JJ, Julian, something. He says a joke. Walks into the room. Um, he's hearing his friend in the other room, Nick, laughing. And then when JJ notices that his friend's not laughing anymore, he kind of comes back into the room and notices Nick's dead. He's like, mouth open, just even still yellow ball, even if he's not an alien. Um, And then cut to maybe title card. um, And then we cut back and it's basically, um, is JJ, do we show the courtroom scene that he gets put on trial or it just starts with like a courthouse and you hear, you know, the off-screen narration being like, uh, and the court decides not guilty. And then the doors open and everyone's walking out and JJ's walking out and he's like kind of sad because he feels like he should have been acquitted. Um, and he walks out, and then gets in a car, and he's he's getting in his car. He sees the mo- mother and father of his friend, and he's just like heartbroken because like I killed my best friend. Cut to it's like maybe months later. And he's at a party. He's at a
1: party, and it's just like a slow push in. Yeah, and, and like he and everyone's like laughing and stuff, and, and like there's like... great riffs happening, and like we should always be teeing up a punchline <laughs> yeah. for him, and that he can't say Cancel out loud, it, yeah. and he's just like it's like the most repressed like fucking he's like the Jeffrey Dahmer of of uh I just read a comic book called My Friend Dahmer that that was very effective and creepy and weird and beautiful in a weird way um but like he's repressing it so hard and then we see the 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 tension build then we see the release in his solo things and we just kind of rinse and repeat we could jump through time
0: we could maybe jump through time he gets married He he gets older and
1: like it's just it's not he yeah. he just becomes a shell of who we are. Like maybe that beginning scene, he needs to be very, you know, present and, and funny and like,
0: yeah, the light's gone from his eyes. Yeah, like the it's light not is just there, gone. Yeah. He's dead. He's, he's a different like, person he barely talks scene. anymore. You yeah. know, he
1: just like fucking smokes and like, and um, I think
0: maybe at a certain age or a certain reason where he's like drunk and he wants to make jokes. He just, he's like drunk walking home. And I think that's where maybe, maybe that's when he kind of, find yeah the guy yeah we he, gotta see the he maybe it's been 10 years so he tests it out he's like maybe it doesn't because the thing is in the beginning it's so vague it's like did he kill his friend is that what it was is he that is he just putting pressure on himself and he tells the homeless guy a joke and then do you remember uh
1: that music video just by radiohead no uh it's a great video uh i don't care about spoiling a music video uh they're playing in a room or whatever and then the whole thing that they keep cutting to the scene that they cut to is a guy laying on a sidewalk it's a dude laying on a sidewalk and everyone's walking by. It's all subtitled. And it's like, people are like, why are you lying on the ground? Why are you lying on the ground? And the guy's just like, no, get, leave me alone. Like, don't, don't ask me. And the thing progresses and there's this big bridge and they're like, tell us. Like, there's a huge crowd. And they're like, just tell us why you're lying on the ground. And then he's like, okay, I'll tell you. And then the subtitles stop and you just see like lip flapping and he's like laying on the ground he's like blah blah blah, yeah, blah. Yeah. and then at the end of the bridge it cuts to this aerial shot that just kind of like scoops past everyone and, and all everyone's laying on the sidewalk oh man, interesting. you know because he told them so the... like you see the joke like talking to the homeless guy like gives him some change starts a conversation and it's like he's about to leave and he's like can i tell you a joke and then it's like okay so this is woman in a bar she's mm-hmm. sitting alone and then you you kind of dolly out and then and it's the just voice like gets muffled, muffled slower yeah. yeah and then a couple minutes later you see him run out and again like the legs sticking out or something like you that.
0: Just you just cut know? abruptly to a shot of outside the alley that yeah he was you don't in the street. you don't ever we don't have yeah. ever
1: have to like do those kind of jokes like when we when we hear the jokes that kill we don't have to hear the punch yeah, line, yeah, yeah, but yeah we only hear like funny punch lines when he's like alone
0: well i like the idea of it pushing out slowly and he's and you see as the camera moves back past it's like Di- it's like diegetic sound, I guess, where it's like it's f- it's fading away because the yeah, camera's further yeah, away yeah. from him. So he's like he's like so a woman in a bar and she's sitting alone and and, and then it's getting quieter and quieter and the camera's pulling back away from them. So then he's just using his hand motion and he's talk telling the joke still. But now as we move back out of this alley, we hear the street noises more. So it's like it's kind of we don't hear the joke and then we cut out to a new shot of like of the uh, like the street and we just hear footsteps and he runs into the street like panicking like yeah. he's killed someone and he runs off. So it's like. We we do the job there, where you killed
1: him. And then later on there could be a montage too where like he starts to like get his rocks off more, you know? And it's just like him He's wa- killing people? Well well maybe. Like it, it it could it could he he does this thing and he's like instantly remorseful, kills this homeless guy. It's the first time he's told a joke in forever to anyone. But then maybe like he could get caught up in a montage. I don't know if that if that diminishes his character because I, like there is there is a cool sequence American where he's just he's just like walking and then you cut to like People a die. dead homeless person and Then he's walking yeah. again there's a cut to a dead homeless i was person.
0: gonna say and again for the sake of short is like what if the next beat of him almost saying the joke is like so cuts to him at his office right and his boss comes in and he's his boss reams him out like just reams him out because he's like hungover at work or whatever and his boss is like well you're fucking pathetic and that's why your wife left you like she he goes too far maybe right whatever and and our guy goes hey uh hey tom um I ever tell you about the woman at the bar and it starts but it starts it builds up and he goes he's about to just talk and we're about to and, and he's like never mind yeah we we start the camera pushback too so the the audience uh starts thinking like oh he's gonna he's gonna fucking he's gonna do it and then as soon as he's about to get out of the room he goes ah, never mind and then he just gets up and leaves the office or whatever or like he just leaves the office you know what i mean yeah um and maybe he should
1: get beat up by the people who he eventually sees mugging someone else like maybe there should be an altercation at the beginning like he gets and that's mugged why he or something him. and then he sees them again so they're known bad guys you know oh
0: interesting yeah, yeah yeah. it's
1: just like getting him to the point where he's like i'm gonna use my powers for good is what i'm concerned yeah yeah, yeah, that, yeah there's one beat missing well
0: but but that's what i think that's why i think this is great where the first step of him showing that he's a good guy where he kills a homeless guy by accident he's like panic about his and that's why maybe he's drunk and at, hungover at work and then He's like still heard about it, but when his boss comes in, he thinks about it. He's like, I can kill him right now. And think about it. His crime is so clean. No one will know he killed him. You know what I mean? So he's about to kill his boss, and then it cuts out, and and he stops telling the joke to be like... And then he goes to the washroom, and he's just looking at himself. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? To himself, he's like, what the fuck are you doing? And then it's like him thinking then that day he walks past that alley... And as he walks past, we can still do that. I was going to say, instead of building too many scenes about him, he, they beat him up. Yeah, and then yeah, it's yeah. like in that scene, maybe they rough him up a little bit. Being like, he tries to stop without that power. And they just push him to the ground. And one guy kicks him in the oh, stomach.
1: You know what could be cool? Uh, he leaves the boss thing. He almost kills his boss. I love that. That's super good. Um, goes into the bathroom and just fucking trashes it. Cause he's just like, fuck. Like, he's just so. That he almost killed someone
0: and he can't tell jokes and all these things. Yeah. Well, yeah,
1: he's just like his life is in ruins. Like the boss just told us. We can use that as an exposition point dump to a dump point as well, where
0: your wife left you and this happened. Yeah. And that your happened. kid's never going to talk to you again. Yeah.
1: And like you were passed at the comedy. St- well, he's not a stand-up comedian. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> That's kind of funny though. Um, and then he's just really mad. So he goes outside and these dudes rough him up and he's just like, yeah, do your worst. And they beat the shit out of him. And he's kind of like, I deserve this. Like he gets his ass kicked. But then he sees them, they kind of move on because he's not fighting back. It's not interesting. It's just kind of pathetic. Like they could beat him up to the point where they're like, I feel like we did our job here. You know what, what I mean? Like if yeah. you get the miscreants to be like, this is a bit weird. Anyway, that happens. And then they move on to a homeless person, an unhoused person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he saves. And then he's like, he kind of hesitates and then does the thing. You know what? knock knock like he realizes like i could do this yeah yeah yeah. just to
0: make it a bit more succinct uh so it's not like they beat him up and then he walks and like you're beating someone else up like they're they're just goons just beating like going on the block what if it's like they're they hit him and then they hit him again and he's like yeah man whatever i don't care they punch him again and then as they're doing this like there's someone in that alley who's walking by who starts taking a video of it right and these guys turn on that woman or this uh, kid or whatever And he goes, No, come on. Like he's like, I'm giving you this punching bag. Why are you going away to hit this kid or whatever? Because as they're beating him up, someone else comes by and they're like trying to help him. And they turn on him. So it's more succinct in the moment where he's like, No, leave him alone. Just come back. He's like, use your energy on me. You know? He's like And they're not listening. They're like, fuck because he's not even fighting back. And then they kinda just beat him to the ground. They go start roughing up this kid or just like trying to ask him for his money or whatever, right? And then he gets up and he's like bloody on his blood on his lip and he wipes it off and he's like, Guys And they're like, get the fuck out of here And they go back to the kid because the kid has like more money on him or like has like fucking a backpack with shit in it, you know? And they're, or like, it's not a kid. So it's another man or whatever, but a richer guy, whatever, you know, like they just kind of are like, we're done with you. So it's in that moment where he goes, stop or whatever. And then he goes, all right. And then he kind of thinks about it and he says the joke.
1: Yeah. Uh, That could be cool. The only thing is that the person who's being affected by them now would also hear the joke and die. So there'd be like an innocent involved
0: in it. We've never thought about that. You're right. Because um, that was the whole thing. He saved someone and then he tells jokes. So maybe, but no, that's a, that's a great thing. The last thing he goes is like, okay, uh, before I leave, uh, I just want to, can I tell you guys a joke? And he goes, what? And he goes, just, just a joke. Hey, kid, cover your ears. And the kid goes, what? he goes like this. And then he goes knock knock so that we kind of just clean that up right there where he yeah, just goes, cover yeah. Your ears, kid. or and, the
1: kid runs away or, or the, runs cover, away. the cover of your ears is kind of funny too it it's, kind of, funky, it's kind of yeah,
0: it's kind of it's like really telling what he's about to do you know what i mean yeah cover your ears, kid and he covers it and he goes because he already the, the
1: kid like in the in the altercation where the guy's like no get off him and pulls them and the kid runs away and yeah the guys that, that's like, all way, right yeah. now you're actually never actually going to end your life and he's like no the inverse is true what do you mean
0: knock knock he says the inverse is true. Well, he, yeah, I don't. The, think if you said, wrote Terminator, the, this is not. Like, sorry, I'll I, be back shortly. That's what she, he would turn it into. The inverse. I is true bitch.
1: My my <laughs> first foray into writing was writing uh, APA standardized psychology papers. So <laughs> the inverse. I, I throw in science words a lot.
0: Well, guess what? The inverse is like the most epic action the inverse the film. is
1: true. <laughs> Statistically, you are going
0: to die now. <laughs> Like what? They're just like, what the fuck are you talking about? Um, yeah, I I'm on 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 boat on boat. No, on. I'm bored. On board, Jesus Christ! I'm on boat. I said, I'm
1: I'm, but you're on board. <laughs> on I just am bored. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I'm just bored right now. I'm on board. <laughs> I'm on board. Um, with both. Cover your ears, or he runs away. Okay. So we'll, we can we can kind of stumble upon that depending on what energy we need in that scene. Mm-hmm. But I think the beats are there. I would say there's maybe more scenes we can think of, but I think a first draft would be the smart thing. If we were to actually write this first draft, would have been would be we're just going to write these beats out. And then when you get to the second draft, or if we ever make this film, it's like, okay, let's pepper in some... Pepper in uh, some aliens. <laughs> or, like, or like foreshadowing or like yeah. this or that. Uh, I'm kind of getting ahead of us. I'm doing the recap part now, but I'm just saying like, I Could, can already feel that we should stick to these beats yeah. and not add more let yeah. the stick of the first draft.
1: For sure. Instead but, of foreshadowing, let's just do like a two or three shadowing.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really didn't want to laugh at that. Man. I, mean, I know. Yeah, but you, we're so, you're, you're, you're the character. Like, uh, dude. You're, okay, you're right. I'll write the story. You write the dialogue. Yeah, <laughs> for the go. film. I'll come here. Okay, in. you come the dialogue. I'll come with the story.
1: All right. Boom. Get ready to hate me.
0: Uh, so we're gonna step away now and uh and write this bitch. Nope.
1: This B word. Yeah. And now, knock knock. Interior living room. Night. A close-up of J.J. in his element, delivering the punchline to his best joke yet.
0: I have a felon in my car, weed in my trunk, and you're worried about a headlight?
1: Cut wide to reveal Nick on the receiving end of this masterpiece. An astonished smile overtakes his shocked expression. Did you... write that? (laughs) Yeah. Nick's posture droops, and he opens his mouth and eyes in a fit of pure ecstasy. You think it's good? Nick nods as he leans onto a wall. He inhales sharply and lets out the most ghastly laugh you've ever heard. (gasps) Thanks, man. Nick's body spasms and the laughter continues for an uncomfortable amount of time. JJ, still basking in the afterglow of the joke, motions toward the kitchen.
0: You want more pie? He revels
1: in his friend's laughter for another moment, takes that as a yes, and heads to the kitchen with two plates. Cut to interior kitchen moments later. J.J. opens the fridge and eyes an apple pie.
0: This is gonna kill out an open mic.
1: Nick's laughter stops abruptly. Nick? Cut to interior living room moments later. J.J. stands over the lifeless, contorted body of his friend. Nick's eyes are wide open and so, so happy like they've seen God. Nick? A beat. J.J. crosses his arms and adopts a smug look.
0: Come on, man. It it wasn't that funny.
1: It was. Nick is dead. Interior courtroom a few days later. Match cut to JJ sitting in front of a judge. His eyes are red and glued to the floor, heavy with shame and guilt. This courtroom finds the defendant, not guilty. JJ's jaw drops. The judge shoots him a you're welcome look. What the hell? He looks over at his lawyer who smiles at him. This is a mistake. The lawyer shushes him, embarrassed. The chatter in the courtroom grows louder as everyone begins to leave.
0: This is a mistake.
1: He is ignored. JJ looks across the room at Nick's parents, dabbing their defeated eyes.
0: I'm sorry!
1: Cut to six months later. Interior, bar, night. The camera pushes into a party. The room is vibrant with diverse, interesting people, art, and laughter. We linger with a circle of people, hip, middle-aged ones, holding fancy cocktails and chatting. JJ is there, but in body alone. He glances around just enough to fit in, but his soul is obviously struggling. So I'm gonna tell my four-year-old that Santa's not real cause my my wise-ass brother left his suit out in the open.
0: Frank is such a dumbass. I think of him whenever I feel down on myself.
1: Right, but I gotta do it. Otherwise, she'll think the guy that sees her when she sleeps was sleeping naked on her couch. She needs to know that that was her uncle. (laughs) There are a few chuckles, but there's an opportunity for a joke here that is making JJ physically ill. He clenches his fists. Abrupt cut to interior, washroom, later. In an empty washroom, we see JJ's feet standing in a stall. His tone of voice feels more like an exorcism than a punchline.
0: You need to have a frank conversation about Santa with your daughter. God, it was right fucking there.
1: Cut to six months later. Interior, home, night. JJ, now with a scruffy beard, oddly watches a late night talk show. An ad comes on for Viagra. JJ chokes back a smile with a mouthful of beer, but he can't help but go for the joke.
0: That stuff will keep you up.
1: He is interrupted by a loud thump on the wall. Cardboard walls, dude. JJ winds up to throw his bottle at the wall, but hesitates. Desperate to expel the energy, he grabs a pillow and screams an incomprehensible punchline into it. (laughs) Then he calms himself and reaches for another beer from his six-pack. It's empty. Son of a. Cut to exterior street later. J.J. rushes out of his apartment and passes a tired-looking, unhoused man. Spare some change? J.J. throws up his hood and walks faster. Interior, grocery store, later. J.J. stands in line with a six-pack in each hand, observing all the magazines on the stand, trying hard not to think about jokes. A conversation further up the line catches his attention. I told him his friends can't use our washroom if they're all sweaty. Yeah, you gotta set the ground rule. He can't come inside if he's not gonna clean up. Yes, if you're gonna come inside, at least help me clean up. JJ squirms, he can barely take it. He opens his mouth, but someone else in line interjects. Sorry, uh, is this a bodega or a porno set? The women realize what they've been saying and they all share a laugh. <laughs> the man who said the joke enjoys his 15 seconds of fame. JJ can't take it, he drops his beer and pushes his way out of the line and out of the store. He echoes a laughter hot on his heels. Cut to exterior street moments later. JJ passes by a familiar alleyway. Spare some change. JJ stops, turns, and walks slowly over to the helpless man. There's something different about JJ, something dark has taken over.
0: Can I tell you a joke? Uh Uh-huh,
1: JJ hands him some change.
0: A joke, can I, can I tell you a joke?
1: The unhoused man looks confused, but takes the money and
0: nods. A woman sits at a bar, it's late, she's all alone.
1: The camera begins to dolly back, out of the alley, causing JJ's voice to grow fainter and fainter. Soon, street ambience obscures the rest of his words. Smash cut two, exterior street, later. JJ sprints out of the alley and onto the street. After a moment, he slows to a walk, trying to look calm. Cut two, exterior, alley, continuous. The unhoused man's legs stick out from behind a dumpster. Interior, office, the next morning. JJ types on his laptop with a quiet but frantic energy. Close on the screen where he's searching in incognito mode. He types, can laughter kill someone, and deletes it. Then he types dead homeless man alleyway witnesses and hits enter. Someone steps over his shoulder and startles him. Hey JJ, uh, Mr. Neiman would like to see you in his office. Interior, Neiman's office moments later. JJ sits in front of his boss, Andrew Neiman. We need to figure something out Julian. The office is worried. JJ glances down at the floor a broken man, not a single bone of confidence in his body. Everyone feels you don't fit in the culture anymore. I mean, you were the funny guy. You were the culture. And now we feel like you're just, you just bum everyone out. Still no response from JJ. First, the wild man beard and stained clothing. We cut to a coffee stain on JJ's shirt that's obviously been there for weeks now. And honestly, I don't care about that stuff. I told everyone to mind their business that that you get the funny back, but I can no longer mince my words, Jay. It's getting? Pretty tough to defend your boringness. Everyone avoided you like the plague at last month's company retreat. Your email replies are dull, your greeting card signings are fucking morbid. You worry all of us, man. Still, no response. Andrew's getting angrier and angrier as JJ refuses to speak. Well, this was my last warning. Go get a job at a fucking morgue cause you're dead to us. JJ stands, dejected. No wonder your wife left you. JJ freezes, that stung. JJ bites his bottom lip and takes a deep breath.
0: You want me to be the funny guy?
1: Andrew shrugs.
0: How about one last joke for the road?
1: Andrew crosses his arms, inviting the challenge.
0: A woman sits at a bar, all alone. The night goes on and- The camera
1: begins to dolly back to foreshadow the horror. JJ's voice muffled by a low, ominous drone. Close on Andrew's eyes as they get wider, listening. Back to JJ. We can't hear what he's saying, but it's passionate. Then suddenly, J.J. stops himself, and things return to normal. Never mind. He gets up and leaves the office as Andrew shakes his head at the failed shell of a man. Cut to interior washroom, moments later. J.J. absolutely trashes the washroom in a fury of rage. After wearing himself out, he catches his reflection in a mirror. At first, he looks away shamefully. Then, he looks himself sternly in the eyes, takes a breath. You can't do that. Exterior, street, twilight. JJ sulks out of his office, shoulders slumped, carrying a box of his belongings. He passes by a moody parking garage, but stops when he hears a commotion inside. Two men are mugging an elderly woman. For a moment, JJ keeps walking. Then he stops. thinks. Cut to interior parking garage. Seconds later. The elderly woman fights back with surprising ferocity, but she is ultimately no match for her muggers. Soon, JJ steps into the frame. Leave her alone. One of the muggers looks up at JJ.
0: Huh? I said, leave her the fuck alone.
1: The mugger pushes his victim away and turns his sights on JJ. The elderly woman grabs her things and gets the hell out of there. The other mugger takes Chase, but his partner stops him. Forget her. He flicks a switchblade. We've got insurance. Let's
0: get this clown.
1: JJ straightens his shoulders, the first sign of a backbone in years.
0: Good guess. How about I tell you a joke?
1: The mugger's smile. Better be good. They'll be your last words. JJ clears his throat and takes a deep breath, his sci-fi ability coursing through his veins. He opens his mouth. Abrupt cut to, title card. Knock, knock. Finn.
0: Finn! And now, the recap. All right.
1: Okay, there we did it. Knock, knock. Who's there? The script. A script who? A script who we just wrote
0: boom <laughs> That's fucking solid dude yeah I fucking love it yeah. i'm love just that. like
1: that main character with great jokes coursing through his veins yeah. that you would never quite hear because we didn't want to write them i
0: actually really like that yeah that's really funny uh, okay favorite thing about the script uh, go um i think maybe my oh f- i love it sorry oh you didn't finish it <laughs> i'm like that kind of energy right now
1: yeah you just complimented me and i just got like whoa whoa <laughs> um favorite thing maybe maybe that we took a bit of a shortcut and kind of like had a lot of shit to go off of i mean we we did our oh. due diligence in, in exploring other ideas but we did kind of have a sort of schematic for we had for talked, this. About, we this had talked concept, about this idea uh, uh, like off, yeah. off podcast yeah. for a while yeah off pod and Off-pod. we haven't got our shit together to write it because uh we do it every week and write other scripts so it was kind of fun to do that. So like, I, uh, I like that about it. It was fun to kind of blow that idea out and, um, see it come into fruition. Um, yeah. What about you?
0: Um, that's, I mean, I, I don't want to, so I'll think of a new one. Cause I do agree. Like the fact that I've been wanting to write the script for so long and we finally kind of wrote a version of it. It's kind of fun. that was kind of cool to finally do uh, after talking about it.
1: Oh, and uh, we can, uh, I'll call the printers and tell them they can print the updated. I just sent them the updated rule book. Oh. and so they'll print them uh i guess they can start now i'll call them
0: we're doing this. we're gonna keep doing this just bit
1: give me uh can i just like do five minutes yeah sure okay
0: i got a tight five
1: hey uh hey printers? hey printers oh hello it's a go for the blue sky rulebook. you can print it now you got the new file right what no you said send a pdf and i sent a pdf no, you did not say PowerPoint. You did not say PowerPoint. Who wh- who prints from a PowerPoint? God. Okay, just I'll, I'll pick it up tomorrow. Okay, fine, fine, fine. Okay. What? <laughs> okay, bye.
0: <laughs> Were you laughing at what he said? Yeah. Or this bit.
1: He's actually a really funny guy. Um, <laughs> that's why we go to him uh yeah well we, we i like, can't repeat what he said but it's too much for the yeah, podcast yeah so. it was like it involved his yeah. his thing so i don't want
0: to we no matter who we work with they have to be funny and,
1: exactly uh what like. was your
0: uh what's uh, my favorite thing was that okay. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> that bit that made it uh to the podcast <laughs> um 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 i like the little uh i don't know i I guess the jokes we came up with a little bit like the fact that we could actually write stupid jokes you know what i mean like we had the come inside joke and the frank santa joke and just in so you know to kind of have fun with it we
1: were trying to like i think we did it to varying degrees of success but like you know have that low-hanging fruit where like it's it's like unequivocally like anyone that has a joke oriented mind would be like yeah i'm thinking of this thing so some of them are like a bit hammy but like uh it's it's by design, and uh, yeah, I think it, it, it kind of does that.
0: The way. one, um, one actually, uh, you know, what my favorite thing is, I'll tell you right now. Um, it's the visual language thing we chose, which I find so interesting. Where it's like, uh, you want to hear a joke, a woman sits at a bar, and we dolly back, and then we bring it up later. And it's again that it's like this idea of this dark, ominous feeling of yeah, telling a joke, and it's that under the gonna skin kill black void, yeah, that we talked about. And then because the second ago. time it comes up with the boss, I like that it's like. this dolly movement fills in the rest where you're like he's about to kill him he's about to kill him and then he doesn't Mm -hmm. i just found that really i found that a cool thing that we decided to do totally um yeah that was my favorite thing and then uh least favorite thing
1: least favorite thing probably feel like we stretched the prompt pretty thin because we talked about
0: other ideas and ended up with the first idea
1: no 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 in that like is is it enough to hang his abilities on the sci-fi genre Is it, a, okay. is it a sci-fi movie? So this has
0: been... John was, uh, even when we were writing it, he's worried that there's not enough sci-fi in here. And I disagree because... I'm going to one more time, and I'll explain it in detail. Sci-fi, science fiction, is a genre of speculative, fic, speculative fiction which typically deals with imaginative and futuristic concepts such as advanced science and technology, space exploration, time travel, parallel universes, and extraterrestrial life. Now, speaking of that, speculative fiction... Speculative fiction, sorry, means and I looked up speculative just in case, engage in expressing or based on hypothetical rather than knowledge. So to me, this is a, a reality right. where this person exists. Because if you give him a... Think, think about it. It's a power he has, right? It's an ability. It's is a, it a sci-fi
1: power. Yeah. It's like, Well,
0: think about it. Is it a grounded ability? Is it a true... Can anyone fucking have this superpower? No. It's like he is a, a comic book hero in a way mm-hmm. that hasn't been written yet. You know what I mean? His superpower is telling jokes yeah so to me that makes it sci-fi because if if, unless we ended it where he does a joke and you're like oh fuck i never could make people laugh or people kill people i just thought it in my head but it it was never true like the homeless man doesn't die for example Mm -hmm. and he's like oh wait a minute i was wrong my friend just choked on his food but the fact that he actually can kill people with his jokes i think is a sci-fi yeah all of a sudden it's a superpower
1: but also just if i'm i'm you know i'm agreeing with you but like if you're like me and you're still kind of on the fence about whether or not it's a sci-fi, maybe go back and listen to it. Right. As we did, but go back and listen to it. But imagine everyone has like Oculus style headsets on and like little remotes in their yeah, hands. Yeah. So like there's just some spacey element. in yeah, yeah, yeah. Just and just hovering cars. Just put yourself in it. Oh yeah. And flying cars. We did not write in the we flying not cars, the one, yeah. but, uh, that's pretty funny though, <laughs> but, uh, we could do it. Yeah. Um, but overall, I think, I think it turned out fine. I think yeah. it's cool. I think, uh,
0: my, I guess my least favorite, so that's your least favorite, and I disagree with it because uh, it's sci-fi, I think. But my least favorite is that I wish we had more time, but not for the usual reasons where it's like, oh, I wish we could write more pages or more details. It's just because me and you, uh, one of the things, so then this idea came about, it was just funny. Oh, he can kill people with his jokes. But then this idea of the of a character who like always has something punny was like from us hanging out at a party. And you suppressing, like you, like someone would say something and I remember you just turned to me and you you, you said the pun to me and like not to everyone else because you're like no one else, everyone else going to think this is stupid or like it is punny, but you knew I would just like enjoy how your brain went there. So you did that, you said that to me and I laughed and we were both like, that's part of the film if we ever write it where yeah, he suppresses. Yeah. I just wish we could really enjoy that yeah. where that's not enough in this movie where it's like this kind of silliness because there's people, There's I know you're one of the people I know like that. I'm kind of like that, but I feel like you have this knack of just punny thinking of like all the time or like not just, just joke thinking. And I, I I think people, everyone has that in their lives of someone who's like, who can't let a moment slide. Like if there's something yeah. in front of you, they will gobble it and up and
1: yeah what happens if you jack those stakes up to a exactly thousand? yeah
0: like if the stakes are high because it's like i have to fucking say the joke otherwise i will burst or i'll kill someone or whatever yeah so it's like i wish we could really dive into that and really write more personal pov of you imagine you being in this character's mm, shoes yeah for uh, sure that's my least favorite of uh what um, we didn't get to explore
1: but that shit literally is in my veins i don't know if i ever told you this but my uncle john s crosby published a dictionary of puns
0: Ooh, i don't know that that's pretty yeah. fucking cool back man. in like the 70s that is in your shit. veins it is it's so like
1: through your veins. i've got a lot of like trickle down dumb i don't know if puns are dumb or if they're smart what? but i think there's like just you know weird neural pathways that are formed that hear that hear things and like throw them from this yeah. box to that box pretty quick
0: if if you ever if it was supposed to be a feature or a series, you totally have an episode where you're like, you know, your father was a jokester. You yeah, find out yeah. like, and you find the, a picture take of the your dictionary dad dictionary of puns and like, yeah, and it's like my uncle used to like this.
1: The, the sound of the wind is like a groan. It's like ah, <laughs> <laughs> all the ghosts are like ah <laughs> puns.
0: Uh, yeah, you definitely have a backstory where his dad was what's uh Superman's dad's name? Cal Cal Al Cal Al. Yeah, so your, your dad was like another punny guy. It's JJ Junior, um, JJJ, JJ Senior. Yeah, JJSJ. Um, well, but yeah, that was my least favorite. Is that we didn't get to dive into that. Yeah. Um, when did it come together for you? Mm-hmm. What at what point were you like this? When you uh, when you brought
1: up the Black Mirror episode about fucking the pig? Because then you're like, because yeah, I was like, oh okay, yeah, they that's you know.
0: It's, it's, a, it's just to like a rest. weird thing in
1: a world that accepts what's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: that's the thing. That's me is sci-fi where you just expect this weird... You're like, okay, yeah, that exists in this world. Yeah, or
1: it's... just picture everyone in Oculus when you go yeah, back. Yeah, when you watch when it, you of course. When yeah. you listen to it the second time. Yeah, please. Because that's a thing. Uh, um. Yeah, but I, I think in terms of casting, like I just can't... Uh, our friends will know who we're talking about, but most people won't. Look up J.J. Greenberg and look up Nick Atef and that's funny. that's that's who i picture
0: jj i definitely can now picture like in this like i would want to make this short with him or me.
1: like a jay baruchel or something okay like that, yeah you
0: know? yeah because jj does feel look like him as well actually.
1: jj baruchel yeah jj
0: baruchel no yeah i think jj is who you would cast for sure for sure
1: just someone who has like kind of a a charming confidence about them and you kind of root for them but they're also easily the underdog and can, yeah. you can laugh at and with them
0: Jay Baruchel as, like, the main character. JJ, if we could cast our own, like, friend. Uh, I would honestly put you as the friend, Nick. Mm. Um, and, But then again, like, that's not fun for people listening because they're like, what other actors, though? So we'll think of someone. And then for the boss, I would make Nick. Mm. I find that really fun. Yeah. Like, our Nick being the boss character.
1: I pictured someone more, like, chuddy. Like, just, like...
0: Like a get, Chad chuddy or douche? No, like, just, what?
1: like, dude. Like, just, like... Yeah. But, yeah, but but it but like, I think the way I read his voice, he, he seems more just like a, almost like a hip boss who thinks
0: he's cool. Like Ken a Marino.
1: Yeah, 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 exactly. I think I was probably channeling a bit of Marino. And
0: Ken then, Marino and then Jay Bereshaw. Got those Marino would, wool socks. Who's the friend, you know who could be the friend that dies is Seth Rogen? Because I, like, <laughs> his laugh happening as he just yeah. dies. <laughs> Can you do his laugh?
1: Yeah, let's just hope he doesn't say anything stupid or hasn't said anything <laughs> stupid in
0: the last couple of years. Can you do a Seth Rogen? <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, that's torture. I'm sorry. I I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> Whoever's uh, to this, sorry. Thank you for listening.
0: Uh I think that's everything, right? I think that's everything. All right, well you guys
1: Now that we've haunted you forever with that that's Seth Rogen crazy. impression. Yeah. Cool. Just picture Cookie Monster with an Oculus Rift on. And that's, and that's our Seth Rogan sci fi man. God, I wish that wasn't the last thing.
0: I really, podcast. yeah. I'm going to just say these words so that this is the last thing you hear. And thanks for listening. Seth Rogen. Fuck! <laughs> the Blue Sky Podcast is produced by Adil Shamsi and John O'Hunter, edited by Justin Stevenson, and this voiceover recorded by Kevin Brown. If you have an idea for a prompt, email us at theblueskypodcast at gmail.com or DM us at theblueskypodcast on Instagram.